Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me are two stars of this really funny film, King of Knives, Roxy Pope and Jean Pope. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. How did this all come about? How did you get involved in this film? <laughs> well, let's see. Yeah. Uh, from, from my part, um, I... Uh, years ago, I was a director for a while. I did commercials by Coastal, and but I couldn't climb the wall of Hollywood. This was, let's say, late 1980s. Okay. Okay. So I kind of put that on hold for a long time in my life, and then decided, after um, uh, wanting to become an actor, I decided, okay, I've got this thing burning in my head, and now it seems like the time where you can climb over the wall with an indie film, and so that was the very beginnings of it did a couple of short films, we won some awards. So I said, okay, I think we got our chops at a good place now. And then I met uh, Lindsay Joy, who is the writer and had known her uh, for some years. And she was an incredible playwright. Just, I loved her wit and the way that she would kick the chair out from under the audience. You know, she had a really shrewd way of writing dialogue. And so I said to her, I said, well, how would you like to do a, a, a film with me? You know, it's like, uh, and, and that's how it started. And it took two years to create the script because we just closed out restaurants night after night, discussing my life, her life, her mm -hmm. father's life, wanting to understand her father's life. And that's how we just built up the script. But after, and after one year, we had a script and we had had it read and everything. But there was one problem though. Frank was just garbage. He was <laughs> nasty unlikable character <laughs> and I said I've seen this movie before we have to fix this and then sure. it took another year of bit by bit by bit adding the humor and, and and attacking it not like this is just a midlife crisis but it's a midlife crisis it's a quarter life crisis it's everybody's crisis it's every man's crisis that we yes. all have whether we admit it or not and there's humor in that because it's like you you kind of feel sorry for the guy he you know, because he, he just, he can't help himself, you know? Sure, sure. And then... I, I didn't actually have any part of the process um, until I auditioned, truly. Really? I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even, I actually had to audition more than any other uh, actor in the film. Why was that? <laughs> well, if you think about it, um, truly and honestly, I don't look the part. I look like the, the sweet girl next door. I look like uh, the babysitter. Like I don't look like a, a, a blunt, honest person, yeah. even though I am, but I don't <laughs> look the part. So I kind of had to take um, some extra steps to like kind of prove like, yeah, I can, sure. I can do this. Sure. Did you do some improv too, to kind of show them how things could just roll out of you in character or was that all scripted? That was, that was also, well, <laughs> I was able to improvise a bit more on set. And I think that was also the, yes. the, yeah. the moment where they were like, okay, we made the right decision. Where were you all based? Are you out in New York? I'm actually in Chicago. You're Illinois. in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And you're in Chicago and too, Gene? I'm in New York. You're in New York. Okay. I'm in New York. Yeah. Okay. Not in the city, but you know, north of there. Yeah. Have I you lived in New Jersey for many years. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? I said I lived in New Jersey for many years, both of us actually, yeah. Have you both been in other projects before? With each yeah. other? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, we, 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 we tried the test. Uh, we did the test because we both went to different acting schools for two years each at, at the, the same, same time. time. At the same time. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like the weirdest experience too, where I could come home uh, essentially from school and be like, dad, what did you learn today? Like it was the, it was such a great bonding experience, but also Amazing. just like a really nice connection that we got to have. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I feel lucky and blessed that we could, we found a way to work well together too. The chemistry yeah, it was, was uh, great. Thank yeah, you. we had we did a couple of short films. We did a couple of short films together, and and we realized we can actually do this without it becoming awkward or it's father child and and yeah. uh, you know Roxy's a complete pro that way and uh, and and it was so it ended up being you know a lot of people on set were talking about that saying you guys like you just you sure you're related <laughs> it's like. Yeah, no, really. It's just we can do this. We can get on the set and just, you know, now we're detached and amazing working off each other as if, you know, in whatever situation we had to have. So, right, right. I actually watched the film and then I didn't realize you were related when I watched the film. So then finding out after, I was like, wow, they really make that work. Thank Seamlessly. you. Yeah. I think too. Um... Quite honestly, I feel like for a lot of people, even um, at some point in the relationship, the, the, the relationship changes from like parent to child to kind mm -hmm. of friends, essentially, right. when you at a comfortable point. And I think we were able to get there a little bit sooner. And I think the practice helped with that, too. Um, I also personally wanted to make a point of not making it appear like I was his daughter, like even behind the scenes, like yeah. the day of the reading, I was like, don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, yeah. Because too, like, you don't want to, you don't want people thinking that you, I wanted people to understand that I got this on my own merit. Yes. And it, right. And, and, the, and the director, you know, definitely John Delgado, he, uh, he, he rightfully said, you know, I need, I want to see more and be sure so that mm -hmm. we don't have this nepotism thing yeah. going on. And it's like, no, no, I understand. It's like, sure. I said, I said, but then I, I showed him enough stuff and I said, and, and at a certain point, John, trust me, I would not risk this movie on something that I didn't know and trust. And you can see from the casting, I spent a lot of time casting a lot. We were two weeks, eight hours a day, you know, looking for wow. casting and, uh, and, and, and so the, everybody had to be there. But at the same time, when Lindsay and I were writing this, Roxy was in our minds at all times because when Roxy, you know, Roxy does stand up too and, and has for years. And so we, when we improv, were- Improv, not stand up. It's like- Improv, not stand oh, up. Hang on. No, okay, okay. <laughs> Take it up in a crowd and just like go off. I let's be very clear. Maybe it feels like stand up when you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I screwed up with that one. That was good. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but, but but we definitely talked about Roxy, and Lindsay knew Roxy and of her, and had seen her. And so, what Roxy tends to play down a little bit is that we kind of wrote the script so that it really had Roxy in mind. And in fact, when we were trying to cast it, and we threw a huge net on that character. It's such a key character. The problem is that nobody can really do the character, bring it to life exactly the way Roxy did because it, the words were kind of built for her to, her personality to fill out, you know? Yeah. I think um, Roxy, you were at an advantage because knowing this is your dad, you were able to get into this character and kind of give it back to him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and that's, that's a gift and no one else would bring that. 
Yeah, I think um, that was also, again, with uh, personal stuff, I think my dad and I have really built a really strong relationship. Like, I, I genuinely mean it when I say my dad is one of my best friends. Um, he, I, I feel very safe with him. And I also feel safe to, like, have hard conversations. Yeah. And I think because of that, that allows for great chemistry on screen. Because then even behind the screens, it could just be like, there's just that trust, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And so being yes. able, yeah, I, I am really lucky and blessed to be able to do that with him. That's, yeah. And it works both ways, you know, yeah. Sure, sure. Well, you also both know your backstories, what you both bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And that makes it stronger, you know, as Gene we've laughs. Both, we've both, we've <laughs> both lived through... We've both lived through some stuff, yeah. so we won't get into that now, but just, just it's, it's a really safe thing to say that, you know, the best scripts you can have are, are always based somewhat on the truth. Definitely. And, and, and the more, and even as actors, especially, it's like, uh, it, it, it's not what you know, it's who you are. And, and, and that, if, that brings it to the character. And mm -hmm. that's definitely the case here. So it's like, we kind of know what it's like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> also, Lindsay just did such a good job in the writing that it, it naturally flows. That's so great. So it, it didn't feel really, um, it wasn't, it didn't feel stiff. It just like, it was natural to just say the lines, which I right. find to be not easy, especially, sure. you know, yeah. you, film, you kind of get to a point where you're like, okay. <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but is there anything you want to leave viewers with just little teasers or tidbits about the premise. <laughs> well, um, you know, I think I think the thing that makes the film unique uh, and that I thought caught fire when we especially when we did the test audiences in New York and Los Angeles and we got it was like 96 percent really like the movie. And it's like if you get 70 percent, it's like, OK, I think we can work this in post and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You get 90 percent. You're like, oh, my God, what did we do? <laughs> And, it, and, and the thing about this movie is that it's on two levels. It's absolutely on two levels. It's, it's my generation and her generation. Mm -hmm. And we're both going through this crisis at the same time, right. uh, kind of tripping over ourselves, you know? And, and, and at the same time, the entire movie takes place over three days. That's it. It's, it's a short time frame, And it's amazing how much you pack into that time frame. But it's basically just about everybody, the whole family at once going through their respective crises. And yet all of the things that they're going through are is like a compressed version of what everybody goes through in life at some point or another. Oh, yeah. And it's just the whole family at once. Usually it's one at a time, you know. In this right. case, it's like everybody has slightly lost their mind, not in a goofy way, mm -hmm. but just in a way that you look at it and you go, Oh yeah, yeah. I get, I get in, in there. <laughs> it's also pretty relatable to what the the holidays will probably feel like for most people this year. So, That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, the timing of this. At what point was this scene? And then I feel like this is perfect for people at home. I, you know, you can't time these things. It took uh, quite a bit of time to get uh, get it sold. We had we had a, a really great salesperson and, and company. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, Gravitas just said, we want it. And it was like, there's 5,000 indie films out there and Gravitas does 100 a year and 
we're one of them. Whoa. And they are absolutely behind <laughs> the film in a huge way. And, uh, and, and, and so once it was, but once it was sold, it was, I was it. And then all of a sudden everything started to happen in the pandemic. And it's like, oh my God, look at the timing of this. This is, like, and I, I was going, I can't believe it because you, you know, it, it, this, this wouldn't quite work out if it was like in July, you know, and sometimes yeah. there's an indie film, you, you can't tell people when to, you want to distribute. It's distributed. Thank you very much. Be grateful. You know, and that's true. Yeah. In the universe case, just was working in beautiful ways. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Gravitas said to us, you know, and, and, and offered and said, let's do a December one release. And uh, one of the surprises, I'll give you one surprise that's coming along is that as soon as we get after Thanksgiving, you know, our great poster, it's just, that's just the coolest poster ever. Uh, one big crappy family. I think it says it all. But anyway, there's that wonderful poster that was drawn out of a picture. And um, Gravitas said, we think you should do some nod to the, to the holiday. And I said, all right, along, as long as people don't know, as, as long as they know that this is not a Christmas film, <laughs> it's a film about this family, happens to have, it's around Christmas. And, and it's a bit irreverent with Christmas. Uh, and, and so we, this, little surprise poster that's gonna come out is basically taking that same theme and just adding a couple of little things to it nice. that you'll go and especially after you see the movie, you're gonna laugh because you're gonna, yeah, perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect indication of Christmas. Yeah. It's kind of like Die Hard, right? Where you watch that during the holidays because it takes place during the holidays, but it doesn't yeah. actually have anything to do with the holidays. Right. It's that. Yeah. It brings like comfort and joy and action. It's. <laughs> Roxy, what was your experience like making this film? Like when you were done, what did that feel like to you? It was really sad. Um, I mean, I feel like that's most people's reactions, right? When you work on a project for so yeah. long. Um, yeah, I think we got really lucky with the cast and crew too, that it just, it naturally just felt like a second home so when that was done and over and the process was done uh yeah it was it was really sad um it was a it was a really wonderful experience I also too had <laughs> right so my dad and I had done these short films together so when and we did the same process of auditioning so nothing was out of the norm so mm -hmm. when I got to set I was assuming to see like 15 people and instead I got there and there was 75 and I was like, oh what? my God, <laughs> I am way over my head. I was like doing the whole thing of like, yeah, no, I've been on a, a big set before. This is, I'm totally, <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. No idea what I was doing. Um, but everybody was so warm and welcoming. That's it didn't good. feel like a competition by any means, which mm -hmm. I think can happen too on big sets of like, there's someone that has an ego or sure. multiple people have egos. Yeah. It wasn't that ever. So it, it became this really wonderful, like first experience that I don't think I'll ever be able to forget. And quite frankly, I don't want to. Right. It was, it was, it was a very nice, friendly set. And I was thrilled with that too, because it's hard. You get a lot of people together. Some people are going to not like each other maybe. Yeah. And it just, you have to look the other way and deal with it. Sure. But this, these guys, that one of the reasons that the, 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 the film is shot so well is that uh, John Delgado uh, works, has worked on a lot of t television series. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when I tapped him and said, okay, you, 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 sh you sh can direct this. He said, you, want, you know, I could direct. I, first, I talked to him about being DP because I'd seen his work and it was wonderful. And he says, I want to direct. I said, okay, let me think about that. And then the more I thought about it, I said, great. He says, and I can bring all my friends with me. 
And so basically what we, we what we shot it in was the window when, you know, like people are working 10 months out of the year or nine months out of the year on a TV series. Yes. And then they get a break. Right. So he he brought all his friends, all these incredibly talented people at every level during the break to shoot this little film. Amazing. And mm -hmm. so they, were they worked so just as hard and mm -hmm. they worked just as and we gave them the equipment they needed. And, uh, you know, 99 percent of the time. And it was like and we were sat there going, wow. And boy, could they shoot fast and boy, could they set up cameras quickly. And it was it was, was like a well thing to watch. <laughs> it was amazing. It was well oiled operation. When was it done? When was it finished? Two the end ago. of 2018. It was done. Okay. So yes. here we approach. We're getting to March of this year and you're going, wait, What's what's going to happen with this? And then it's turned out to your advantage. Really? I, I you know, I, like I said, you never know. It was I was probably getting a little depressed by it because it was like, you know, we're never going to see a theater. And this and this film, because of who shot it and how they shot it. I'm telling you, you put this on the big screen and oh. maybe sometime in the future we'll be able You'll to do be this. on the big screen. You put it on the yeah. big screen. You're surrounded oh, by this weird. and all the great music we put to it. And it's just oh. like. The, 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 the party scene is like, holy moly, when it's on a big screen, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's also very interesting to shoot Christmas things when it's um, really warm out. Yes. And we're having to have coats and jackets and stuff the whole time. I know. <laughs> 90 degrees. <laughs> and uh, we had to brown out all the foliage. Yeah. Afterwards. Oh, no. Yeah, yep. it was really fun. Yep. Crazy. But we did it. So where can people find out more about you and the film? Okay, so we have a, 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 we a wonderful website that has everything, a little bit of everything on it. And it's uh, uh, just uh, kingofknivesthemovie.com. And we're also on Instagram where uh, you can also look at the Gravitas and uh, King of Knives uh, Instagram sites, uh, but the King of Knives Instagram sites, and we're on Twitter and we're, you know, all the social media. Facebook, yeah. And uh, Facebook, yes, we're also on Facebook. Uh, and um, the, you just have to be careful when you're looking up King of Knives, it's King of Knives the movie, because uh, if you look up King of Knives, you get this, uh, this company in Australia that sells knives. They're really cool. <laughs> they're so cool. But that's they're really cool. The film. <laughs> and they're not, at, they're not at all upset. They think it's great. It's getting them folks. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> so. Reminds me of Trump in the Four Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> You see, that's, that, yes. I won't even mention, you know, there are two different businesses next to the Four Seasons. I won't go there. <laughs> no, but, but truly, see, that's what Roxy would do is say, Dad, I want to take you to the Four Seasons. <laughs> and then she'd take me to there. I mean, that's what she'd do. And that's why she was in this movie, so. <laughs> Amazing. Roxy, let me ask you, um, because this has been so challenging for so many different people, different generations. What are you doing right now? As you know, my show is called Get the Funk Out. Yeah. Maybe you didn't know it. that. Um, what do you do right now to take care of yourself to you know, remain positive when it's so challenging right now? Sure. Um, one, I am very lucky um, to have a therapist that does wonders for me. Um, so right. I have somebody that I can talk to when things get tough. Um, I work a lot on actually breathing, just taking moments to, to take deep, deep breaths because our nervous system can get mm -hmm. up here and you can't, you just have to calm it down first. Um, and breathing helps. Uh, creatively, I've actually been, um, I started a small business um, 
of crafts that I make, handmade crafts of, um, yeah, uh, of like earrings, jewelry, coasters, uh, all this cool stuff. Yeah. And so that's been keeping my brain and, and kind of soul going. <laughs> sure. I asked this because I have a background in writing. During the um, pandemic, I submitted to some festivals. I got into some festivals. I was shocked. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people that are very creative, and Jean, this probably goes for you, we also have the moments of self-doubt. We have anxiety. We go through depression when a project wraps. We're, you know, unsure, but we take these risks in life because creativity drives us, right? There's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Honestly, uh, it, they were a, like... No, I'm saying it goes with the territory. It's it's something I learned years and years ago that it's like, I just have to accept the fact that I just love being creative uh, and doing this. And especially the, if it's challenging and acting is not easy. It's, yeah. it's, it's a challenge, it's hard. And uh, same thing with writing or anything else and post-production, you know, it's all, it's all a thing. Uh, but, and when I'm not doing that, if I'm just sitting around, I'm kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah you find really you try to find like well. little ways to be creative yes as best as possible so like writing or creating like things with your hands or yeah. recording something or rereading something like whatever can get your imagination to just activate right. and roxy with your background in improv don't you find that the everyday you can actually find humor in little in total strangers or little oh. things like Right. And doesn't that keep you up? Because I know it does for me. I mean, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Um, I also am one of those uh, people who uh, find humor in dark times. So yeah. I've been thriving. Yeah. I have been having a great time. I think this is all I've had some very, very funny, genuine moments where um, whether it's with other people or with myself, like even this morning before the interview, I was like starting to get nervous. Yeah. And um was grabbing my computer cord to go get another part of it to plug into the computer to into the wall yeah and spill my coffee that I was so excited to drink oh. everywhere all <laughs> over myself to having to change the last minute and was just like are you kidding <laughs> and laughed because there was like nothing you can't do anything of at that course. point and I feel like of that's course. yeah that was yeah. see me I would hurry up my shirt would be inside out well yeah so like my, it off my, the floor just like is, i gotta get something <laughs> mine is going oh my my makeup's not right and I, and i have my microphone attached to me and i go and forget it's attached. <laughs> exactly it's like, oh crap the backdrop I, is hanging on down oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah, there's a shiny spot uh, um I just wanted to do one shout out. You talked about, you know, the, the audience would like to see is that, you know, yeah. Mel Harris does an incredible Oh, I was going to mention her. And 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 uh, Emma Miles too. Emma Miles. Oh both my God. For Orange is the New Black. <laughs> you're going to see a completely different Emma Miles. And that, that lady is one of the most talented improv people you have ever seen. She, there was the beginning right. of a scene um let's just say at her shower right and uh and uh at the beginning of that scene there's this long tracking shot and there was nothing in the script for the opening there it's just her character acting crazy at her shower right mm -hmm. she made up this one minute long monologue on the fly first take what and and we loved it so much we said just keep doing that and then she brought the Eric Kuhneman in with her 
to act the scene. And the two of them, the whole thing is an improv. Oh, but also don't forget that that was a 15 hour day. So for 15 hours or for majority of that time, she's going and with the same energy every single take, you're just like, how? You know, I saw her and I was like, is that, is is that Emma from Orange is the New Black? I'm looking at her like, she's so funny. She is. She's very, very talented. And she had us cracking up. We'd be waiting at the side for the, before you do our entrance. And it's like, and she's just cracking us up with the, her one-liners. She's, she's amazing. And, and, and then Mel, working with Mel Harris, of course, was like, you know, it's someone that I admired when I was younger so much. And, um, and I was thrilled that she was, she really loved the script. And, uh, and she, uh, you know, was like right there at the beginning, as soon as casting started, it's like, yeah, I'm here. And, uh, and, and so she ended up getting the part and she was just amazing to work with. And all the time that we spent on the set together, we had a blast. It was wonderful. It was like Great sharing chemistry. lots of memories, like, like having a, yeah. you know, a, a long lost friend or something. It was awesome. Yeah, no, it was great. So give your website one more time so people can reach out to you or, or where it's, to watch the film. Sure. Uh, King of Knives, the film.com. Oh, no, sorry. King and I's the movie. The movie. Website. Yeah. King and I's the <laughs> movie.com. Whoa, whoa. It's King and I's the movie.com. And there's a trailer there, an extended trailer. There's little, you know, stuff on all the actors and everybody else and uh, what the film is about. All the good stuff. It's out for pre-order right now. So you can on iTunes um, slash Apple TV. So you can you can purchase yours now and then just set your timer, that beautiful timer for December 1st, and we can all watch it together. Fantastic. And I put all the info on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Thank you. Great meeting cool. both of you. Thank you so much. Same here. You as well, thanks. Be well. And I will uh, let you know when this is up. Great. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you again. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.